Hey mamas, while I have your attention for just a few more seconds, I couldn't wait to get on here and share with you all about this app that I'm recording all of my podcasts for you through. It's called Anchor, and it is truly the easiest way to make a podcast. Don't believe me? Let me break it down and explain to you. First and foremost, it's free. That's right, it does not cost you one cent. And even better, there's actually creation tools inside the app that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It's really that simple. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You also can make money from your podcast, hello, with no minimum listenership. So, As in the words of Jerry Maguire, we can all say, show me the money, baby. Basically, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So moms, as you know, I support every mama having a voice. Your voice needs to be heard. So go ahead, go download the free Anchor app today and get your voice heard. Share what you're passionate about. Go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that's Anchor. .fm to get started and I look forward to listening to you very soon. Hello all of you fabulous mamas out there listening to this podcast. Yes, you have found yourself again here at Moms Matter where yes, you and you you and every mom in the world has a story and here at Moms Matter your story matters and it is validated. And on my podcast it is my heart to give moms an opportunity to share their story, share their wisdom and let their story fly and allow them to be unleashed. And I am so excited for you guys to hear this mom share her story today. She is a new friend of mine. I am so excited that I feel like I found my new BFF through Instagram and just getting to know her. I know that she has so much value to offer you guys here today. So without further ado, I would love to introduce you guys to my new BFF. As I said, my sister from the same mister, Mrs. Alicia Crasco. Hello, gorgeous. Hi, how are you? Hello, I am awesome. I am talking with one of my new favorite moms. I am enjoying the sunshine here in the evening here in Belgium. And I just want to say thank you so much for joining, joining me on my podcast. You're welcome. Yeah, I feel like we are definitely going to be new best friends. Um, we'll have to get together outside of a podcast and just hang out and chat. But yeah, thank you so much for asking me to come on. You're the first person that I've had to say, hey, do you want to have me on a, or can you come uh, on a podcast? So I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. I would love that. So thank you. Awesome. Well, here you go, mamas. If you just heard that factoid right there, we have an exclusive. We have an exclusive with Alicia here. (laughs) The first time here only. Uh, Well, so my mamas can get to know you like I have. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your family? All right. I am married. Um, I am a full-time stepmom. I have two stepkids. I've got a 17-year-old stepson and... stepson who is 17. We have a two, my husband and I have a two-year-old daughter together and ours baby. Um, I became a stepmom, I guess, at 26, but not officially until I was 29. And then I didn't have my own daughter until I was 33. Uh, But yeah, I'm a pretty laid back mom, but I am a planner. Um, I think that being a stepmom first totally prepared me for being a mom. Like it made me realize 
Like, you know what? All of the little things really don't matter. Like, if they're not going to bed mm. at 10 o'clock at night, it's okay if it's 10.10 or if it's 10.50. <laughs> or, um, yeah, it's amazing how now I'm like, oh, yeah, all of those little things didn't matter. It kind of, has, like, made me even more of, like, a relaxed mom, like, but with structure, of course. I love that. I love, I so relate to that because um, I know ma- you mamas listening out there that have subscribed to my podcast. I know that you guys know that I'm also a mom and I became a, a stepmom first. And it's funny how I think what we both experience is kind of what a lot of moms go through when they have their second kid. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, they don't need these kind of diapers. Um, it's okay if they fall down. Like they're they're, they're, they're going to survive. Oh, it's totally fine. Right. It's like, oh, good. That's like, that's good for their immune system, actually. Right, like, keep yeah. doing keep going for it like they'll survive (laughs) oh my gosh yeah they're not gonna die they're gonna be okay yeah so what a blessing for your daughter at least hopefully she'll see it that way (laughs) yeah right um are there things that you found were harder like what are because now you've seen both uh dichotomies I guess you've seen being a stepmom and then being a bio mom like I guess since you said maybe it's, it's helped you relax a little in what ways would you say being a bio mom has been harder uh because I am the glue that like holds everyone together. Like Mm. that is the hard part, like finding time alone or like trying to squeeze things in. Um, It's interesting, like the shift of like, from when I originally became a stepmom, I had like that outsider syndrome of like, Mm. oh, I don't feel like I belong here. Like there was already this pre-made family. Like now what do I do? Like, don't, aren't you guys excited to see me? Don't you want to hang out with me? And then now, like, the pendulum has swung the other way, where, like, I'm, you know, like, my stepson and I are super, super close now, and so I feel like I'm on rotation between, like, my daughter, my husband, and my stepson. <laughs> I'm like, can you guys just leave me alone? <laughs> can I have five seconds by myself? Please, can I just finish one task? So I think that's the harder part, is, like, now I am the go-to person for everything, for all of them. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, like, my husband travels for work, so... I'm by myself sometimes for half the week and it makes it easier, but it also makes it harder. It makes it easier because I'm the one that's calling the shots. I'm the one that's running the show. I don't have to, you know, like ask anyone else or like confer with anyone else. What do you think we should do? Or what about this? Like I just make the decisions and that's that. Um, so that's easier, but it's also harder because then there's always like that dynamic of like when he comes back, okay, like now, like what would you like to do today? Or, you know, so it's just, yeah, it's, harder because I'm I'm like the go-to person for everything yeah I can feel that it's it's probably and it's probably got to feel so funny because I I I know when you probably first entered that family that maybe you wanted that a bit like you wanted to be more involved and and now it's here and it's like oh wow and it's and it's even more confounded yeah by the point by the fact that you now have your own little sweet girl who you said was a two right Mm -hmm. so she's a toddler with a lot of needs a lot of different needs than say a 17 year old boy right and something I thought is so interesting about your family situation is that you got you specifically might even be able to relate to single moms in many aspects because you are kind of running a single mom type of a life for about half of a week yeah absolutely and yeah like I said in some ways it's easier in some ways it's not um but damn like motherhood is just hard there's so many things that people like don't prepare you for or you know like Mm. it's oh yeah being a mom is awesome and then you like become a mom and you're like no one prepared me for this but I remember when uh, I was 
weeks out from like delivering our daughter and one of my friends said to me like hey you know just soak up all of this time where everyone's checking on you because hmm. after she's born no one's gonna care about you all they're gonna care about is the baby the baby and I was like yeah. no way and oh my gosh if that is not the truth right like everyone's like how's the baby how's the baby and so when I have girlfriends that have since had kids I always ask how they are first right because if mm. the mom is struggling then you know like it's just going crazy at that house but yeah I mean motherhood is hard but it is also rewarding um there's just a lot of things that people don't talk about because they don't think to or it's you know like you said like it's really not that special like maybe it's I mean, who cares? Like, no one wants to see the hard parts. Well, maybe if everyone was a little more prepared, it wouldn't be so hard. But yes, being a stepmom has, you know, like magnified so many like insecurities or things that I needed to work through or like personal growth. And I love personal Mm. growth. I would say that is probably the thing that I love the most about being a mom is the parenting. Mm. Like, as crazy as that sounds, people are like, what, really? Why? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah, why do you like that? But I like I'm fascinated with like what's coming next, especially mm. now our daughter's developmentally like going crazy. Like you know she's talking like crazy. She, you know, in the last month and a half she's learned to jump, so that's her mode of transportation Aww. now but, <laughs> everywhere. Like, really funny. <laughs> but like she's just like her cognitive development is like it's amazing to see. You know, I've seen it from I've been here every single day, so I've seen it from day one. But I love. I'm fascinated by like growing and like what's coming up next or what is she going to be? So I'm like looking forward to like what the next thing is going to be. So I I like that, but I also like that in humans in general. Like I love personal growth, like to see somebody go from Especially, or especially the stepmom, you know, because I'm a stepmom coach now. Bum, bum, bum. I haven't told anyone yet. So <laughs> ah, your podcast Another exclusive. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, being a stepmom coach, like, it was, you know, at the beginning of our marriage, it was pretty easy, and then it got hard, and then now we're back to, like, another easy stage. So, like, going through that and, like, seeing the growth of, like, myself and, like, people in our family, it, I love that. Like, I originally wanted to be a teacher, and then I switched to business, mm. but... I trained or taught in like every facet of my professional career. And I, I just love that. I love the development of people. I think it's fascinating to see. I love that. I love that you love it. And you, it's like, it, it, it seems to fuel you because you have that passion, but also mm-hmm. it's great to see as a, as a parent, it is like you can love and you, you do get to watch. Like you're kind of like that bird's eye view, but you also get to be a part of the steering. Like you said, the right. parenting is like, you are actually the one like helping raise these little humans into being like respecting, loving, kind adults. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's so cool. Like I just, yeah. Just feed them and water them, and then they like grow and bloom and like, all these awesome <laughs> things. Yeah, yeah, so I love it. Yeah, I feel it's like it's it, it is marvelous. I, I felt that very strongly in, in other moms I've talked to, especially just even in the womb, like when you um, carry a child, it really is amazing that you don't really have to do much for that child to grow right. and your your belly keeps getting bigger and growing. And, and I have found that even with my son and he's only a year, but it's like I, I provide for his basic needs at this point in his development. He's doing so much on his own and, and I know it only gets bigger and better and 
And uh, my husband, it's so sweet all the time, is like, oh, it only gets better. Like, it only gets better the, the older they get. And, and as you said, as their development grows and their language capacity grows and um, just helping, you know, grow them. And, and it's funny, I, I didn't know this. Um, and something that I'm curious about is uh, that you have a heart also for business. And that's kind of the path that you you went down instead of teaching. And um, we recently, my husband and I did some research and we talked with um, a fellow mama who's very business focused. And she was saying, and, and she was um, commending this research that's come out that some families, a lot of families would actually benefit from running their family more like a business. Yeah, absolutely. And would you, have, would you, with also having that planner's heart, do you feel that? Or have you like implemented some of those things in your own family? Yeah, um, I'm more of like a logical thinker as opposed to an emotional one, um, just because when you like think logically about things, of course, not to say that I'm not emotional because I absolutely can be, let's be honest, but, um, <laughs> but like logically, like that's how you're going to get through things, right? So that's kind of how I like run my life. Like, okay, if this is what I want to do, this is my end game. So, okay, let's talk about being like a stepmom coach. Okay, so I want to be a stepmom coach. Mm-hmm. All right, awesome. How am I going to get there? Like just dreaming about it isn't really going to get me anywhere. That sounds awesome, but I actually need to do something about doing it. So, okay, what are the steps that I need to get there? All right, let's execute those steps. So that's like speaking personally. And then if you broaden the scope, like specifically for your family, all right, so oh, when we were having issues in our step family, all right, so what is our end game? What would we like mm. everyone to be? Or how mm-hmm. would we like them to act? We would like them to be respectful and courteous. Not necessarily like loving and kind, you know, you can't like force that on people, but respectful and courteous, like those are things that you can measure, right? Mm-hmm. Everything else is up to like the person receiving its perception. Right. So, um, all right, so what does respect look like? Okay, saying hello or saying goodbye or cleaning up after yourself. So that's, yeah, it's kind of, and it sounds cold to say it's like a business transaction or, you know, you run your family like a business, but you've got a CEO or, you know, mm-hmm. a CEO and like a founder mm-hmm. and you like work together, but it's not like set in stone per se. You know, I would say figuratively speaking, I call most of the shots in my family, but not like I have to, or I need to, because that makes me feel fulfilled. Like my husband and I work very, very, very well together. Mm. He's got his strengths. I've got mine. And Mm so I don't impede on like what his strengths are and he doesn't impede on mine and it just works really well. But, um, I joke that he runs, I mean, he wears the pants in our relationship, but I bought them. So (laughs) yeah, yeah, we just work really well together and it's about being flexible like having a plan but also being flexible like adapting and overcoming any challenges that can come up like I would say that I'm like a recovering potentially recovering control freak um like like, (laughs) you know it's a lot of stepmoms fine like they and women too but like you you can't control something that was already there before you Mm -hmm. so if you're trying to control decisions that were made or affect the family that was before you you're just going to drive yourself insane so you kind of need to like step back and like okay I don't have to be at the center of this like let me take a deep breath let me go for a walk let me call a friend let me focus Mm -hmm. on something else aside from whatever else but yeah you just need to be able to be flexible with a, a little bit of control I suppose 
I love, or you listen to this podcast, you know, right, that yeah. can really help you too. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's so true. It's, it's very true that um, there's so much that we can't control in life in general. But I think especially whether it's being just a parent, being a spouse um, and having your children or having that, like you, you said so poetically, I feel like is that there is this other family unit that you're joining when you become a step parent. And um, I think what I learned too is like focus on what you can control, put your energy there, put your focus right. there. Um, Cause yeah, there isn't so much that you learn very quickly that you can't control. And what I'm also curious about, and I'm sure there's um, hopefully other stepmoms listening um, to this podcast and something that you and I share in common that I would love for you to share more about is that it sounds like when you first met your husband and then especially when you guys got married, I believe um, you guys didn't have the children full time. And then that shifted sometime where the kids came to you guys uh, more of the time or full time, correct? Uh, yeah. So like I said, my husband travels for work. And so it was based like the custody schedule. Um, his ex-wife is actually very, very kind. Um, she, you know, has been very flexible and she's worked with us quite a lot, like last minute schedule changes. So I have nothing but nice things to say about her. However, when my hus husband's schedule has, had been like kind of erratic for a while. So she was very flexible. Like the custody dates were, you know, we had the kids these dates, but most of the time it worked out and then it didn't and then she ended up moving away and my stepdaughter was already out of the house so then um, my stepson moved in with us because he wanted to stay in the school district here because he was mm -hmm. almost out of high school I mean mm -hmm. he's in grade 10 or year 10 or he's a or he was a sophomore but now he's a junior so he's got another year after this so that's why he came with us full time okay all right yeah that's a very challenging time to move and to want to change your whole uh, life at that point for him especially but also um, your life I'm sure shifted a lot to where you're more of part-time and you're with the kids you know just half the time or maybe you're just like half-time kind of parenting or maybe your role was completely different when you were more part-time um, how, how did you adjust to becoming more of a full-time motherly role and figure especially in your stepson's life uh, I was not even part-time. I would say, like, sporadic part-time. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe, like, just a few days a week. Um, mm -hmm. If that, or, like, maybe, like, a month. Like, because I also travel for work, too. Okay. So, it was, like, our schedules were maybe, like, my husband was home and I wasn't. So, or maybe I wouldn't be home at all when the kids were here. And then, um, you know, I had our daughter. And then um, my stepson moved in with us. And so, I went from, like, sporadic part-time to, like, completely full-time. And, you know, I felt like, oh my gosh, everyone's watching me. Like, I need to make sure that I'm making the right decisions and like doing the right things. And like a big thing for me was I wanted him to have like home cooked meals and, mm. and like, as opposed to like getting takeout all the time. <laughs> so I like planned out all of these meals, like put a bunch of them in the freezer so they would already be done. And like, it was hard at the time he couldn't drive. So I was like packing up a newborn and like driving around and like taking him here, taking him there, picking him up, you know, making mm. sure that dinner was done. Like we did a lot of crock pot meals, I'll be honest with you, but now <laughs> I have a better handle. They are godsend, I tell I know, you. Yes. Um, but like I found a really, really good one, so that helped. But um now it's I have more of a handle on things and my daughter like is a little more independent and gets it and like she can be by herself for five minutes sometimes it feels like two seconds but <laughs> she doesn't need me for everything uh it was a bit of an adjustment because I was 
again, like doing it by myself for a majority of the time. Like my husband would work on the weekend. So like during the week where it was like super, super busy, I was doing that. But um, now it seems to have worked out. Like it's just, you know, give yourself some time, give yourself some grace. Like you're, I was a brand new mom and brand new to being a stepmom. And so it's just like, you know, you don't get a manual for any of these things. No. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like getting a manual for parenting or like finding one is a hell of a lot easier than finding one for step parenting. And then you've got all of these outside factors of like, oh, she should be doing this or she should be doing that. I don't really care what you think anymore. You know what? I'm just going to do it my way. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, well, it doesn't. We'll adjust. We'll adapt and overcome when we get there. But yeah, time and grace is what I would recommend. Like it seems like a big deal now, but then, or then in like, you know, a little bit of time, I look back and I'm like, I can't even believe that I thought that that was such a big deal or this was such a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's only when looking back, I think, yeah, we get that hindsight. We're like, oh my gosh. It's always 2020. Oh my gosh. Yes. And time and grace is an awesome prescription, I think, for anyone and especially Mm -hmm. moms of any type, age, size, whatever. It's just like, we all need to give ourselves more of that. And I love that it's not easy, but, uh, you know, it's, it's something that we can give ourselves. There's not much we can always do for ourselves, but you can give yourself that grace and that time. It's hard. I know it's challenging, but it's like, we need to definitely remember that we're a priority too. Yeah. And, and all the mothering and all of the, yes, always being that glue that sticks everyone together. We've got to make sure that we have that. We keep ourselves together too. Um, with what I'm also curious about is, you know, for stepmomming specifically, I know that there's always those tangible things that you're doing or like the more maybe physical things that you're doing for your stepkids. Like you're doing the cooking, um, which I love crock pot food, by the way, uh, <laughs> maybe we'll, we'll ask her mamas to send us some of her uh, favorite recipes. Um, but you know, you do the driving, you almost like sometimes turn into a chauffeur and you're doing the laundry and you're making sure that the right you know products are in the house for them for the shower and for the hygiene and stuff but then there's also the like emotional side and with you being there alone with your stepson so so long did you and your husband have to come to um, some kind of like an agreement or um, establish some sort of a of a role for you know how for instance like how discipline and things would be handled in the home when you were there alone um no uh no um like I said my stepson and I are close like it was just Mm. kind of like we my husband was like all right when I leave for work whatever she says whatever she says goes like if just take it like I'm saying it um but no there wasn't any like way back when yeah but now like that he moved in full-time he was I think he was kind of like all right well I'm living here I have to follow their rules right but he has said you know we've got house rules which is something that I highly recommend for Mm. any step parent so at least everyone's on the same page and everyone knows what's expected of them everyone knows their job right because it's like a business um but once everyone's kind of clear and like okay these are our expectations of you nothing crazy like you know pick up after yourself you know this is your bedtime like whatever whatever it is that you come up with it's easy to do that and my substance has said that like it is nice to be here there's structure there's rules um so it's pretty well laid out like he knows where he stands and like what's going on um but yeah no uh there was something else i was going to say but i don't remember 
Oh, the emotional thing. So my daughter would always be in bed by like six o'clock, you know, because she was really, really little. She would be in bed by like six o'clock, maybe seven at the latest. So from seven to 10, I was tutoring him literally every mm. single night. Um, and so that was like a dynamic that was interesting. Like when my husband would come back because he'd be like, okay, let's doctor dinner. Like, let's hang out. I'm like, so to tutor this kid, like I'm trying to help him study or I'm trying to help him do, you know, whatever it was. He was really struggling at the time, but now it's, you know, everything is online. Well, they just started back to school last week, but yeah. So that's kind of an interesting dynamic, but no, it's, it's been pretty solid since becoming like a full-time stepmom. Like I will say that's been really nice. Yeah. Like a, an easier transition um, mm-hmm. than maybe it could have been. But yes. what I'm, what I'm reading between the lines here is that you guys though had really healthy, I feel expectations and communication too, you know, cause like earlier in the podcast, when we were talking about the unfriendly, perhaps analogy of mm-hmm. having a family, like a business, you know, I, I am an, emo- I'm a little more of the emotional brain, I think. So I love that, that we can be like the yin and the yang for each other. Um, but I, I think that, you know, as much as you don't want to hear, that a family can or needs to be run like a business I actually think there's so much freedom in that when you realize mm-hmm. okay there's like certain things to put in place like just like businesses to help a family help a business run well and something that um, I feel when you were speaking that really helped you and your your stepson um, probably transition well is that like you said you guys had this structure you had the rules um, which um, really helped him transition well and it just kind of flowed it sounds like yeah and it does like it's kind of like all right here are expectations you can do whatever you want within these Mm -hmm. parameters right so Mm -hmm. it's not like a controlling thing or it's not like a manipulation or it's not a you will do this you will listen to me it's you have all of this freedom until you don't right so Mm -hmm. these are your expectations but you can do whatever it is that you want to do until like you cross the line and then we're going to have a conversation and my husband and I were not yellers um we're not like physical but it's more of like okay let's have a conversation you know like Mm. I said at at the very beginning like I'm like obsessed with like development and like personal growth and like how that looks so I want to talk to you like whenever like he does something that he's not supposed to be doing or you know he like got a speeding ticket but I'm like I want to talk to you about that like how do you okay what what events led up to you making this decision? Mm. Because if I can go back and figure out like your train of thought, we can correct or we can, you know, work on that thinking, which will change the outcome of the situation. Like, okay, let me figure out like where, I feel like a psychologist, like figure (laughs) out like where your train of thought was and then we can stop it there and then take a different path to get to the end result. Yeah, it's so, it's so helpful. You know, I think some, some moms struggle like how do I help my kid to exactly like go down that path of thinking like maybe yeah more logically like from point A to point B and it's great that you explained it like that you know it definitely resonates with me and it's really nice to see like how you can really come at it as a togetherness versus like a parent versus the kid it's like okay how can we you know, structure this out together? How can we work on finding a solution together? And again, I think anyone in a relationship, whether it's parent child or, you know, two people married to each other, it's like, you know, we don't, none of us responds very well to yelling, you know, it's like, talk about putting up the defenses, you know, so it's great. Um, (laughs) 
um, coming up, uh, you know, coming to him in, in that way. And, uh, and something that we also being that we are fellow like step family coaches, you know, that we've been doing a lot of research and we have uh, discovered too, that's a concept that we hear over and over again, um, especially to have a healthy, I feel transition back and forth for the kids um, is to have a set of house rules per household. And is that mm-hmm. something you guys also live by is having like your own set of house rules? Yeah, we, um, yes, I, we just were like, you know what, we're going to do this. Uh, and mm-hmm. then we would relay that to their mom, like my sister's mm-hmm. mom, like, Hey, these are our house rules. If you want to do them at your house or something mm-hmm. similar. Great. If not, that's fine too. Um, but we did more parallel parenting where she had mm. her own house rules. We had our own house rules and you know, like I would hear the kids say like, Oh yeah, we, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And then I'm like, you know what? But that's their house. This is our house. Yeah. We have our own house yeah. rules. We get to do whatever it is that we want to do here. Um, but so like helping them understand like, you know, this is our house. These are our rules. And like I said, they weren't anything crazy. But going back to like like the thinking and, you know, trying to figure out like what they're doing. A lot of the times like when I am talking to my stepson about like whatever's going on in his life. Like, I mean, especially now in the world, like all the crazy things that are going on. I like to ask like, what do you think? If you mm. were in charge, what would you do? Or, you know, hey, what do you think about this event that happened? Um, but I just like to know, like, where he is, like, thinking, like, um, and, like, something that I read, I don't even remember, like, years ago, it was about teaching your kids not what to think, but how to think, mm-hmm. right? Because then they just become little robots. If you're like, okay, you know, you must think this, or, you know, this is just the way that... So, yeah, I like to see like where he is or like how he thinks yeah. or, like the critical thinking part of it because I want him to grow up to be able to think for himself and not to be like oh I don't know what to do because I've always had yeah. someone telling me what to do so kind yeah. of the same thing with our daughter like I a lot of her stuff is like open-ended like the toys that she has or like activities that we do because I want her to figure out like how do I use these or how I just want her to be able to think for herself you know I'm happy like I'm so good at running my life you're like run yours but like (laughs) I want her to even you know at two years old be able to think for herself and you know we've got books and um one of them one of the books is called we're the same, we're different. I don't know if you know that book, but she's got it. I have heard of that one. Yeah, yes. It's like, like a yes. Sesame Street book. Um, but, you know, like they've got, like our noses are different. There's all of these different noses on there. And so I will ask her like, well, what do you see? Or, you know, what are you thinking? Mm. And she'll say, mommy see? Like she wants me to tell her what I see. And I'm like, no, I want you to see what you see. So we talk about like, you know, different everything or outside. Like, you know, what do you see? Or, you know, and I'm just... I want her to like have her own thoughts and views and opinions and you know same thing with my stepkids and like everyone else in my family or like even my friends like I want you to have your own views and opinions and like let's have a conversation about it right like yeah that's what makes the world go round like all the different people if everyone thinks the exact same thing well that's not necessarily great but yeah yeah that's so it'd be so boring right yeah <laughs> that's actually like the end of that book says um it's it like rhymes but it, i'm totally gonna butcher it but it says something like the world is like a rainbow it's got all the different hues aren't you glad you look like you or something like that but i'm like yeah oh i know it's just really sweet i was like oh yeah 
but oh my gosh the emotional side of my of my brain is like oh my gosh I'm gonna go make an impulsive purchase right now Amazon (laughs) yeah no my gosh yeah that is awesome. No, but that it's it's so great. And and honestly, the whole time you're talking, I am just like, oh my gosh, you and my husband have to talk because he's been a teacher for 17 years. Okay. Yeah. And um, that is his total heart, though. Like I was introduced, I feel, to a, I don't want to say a brand new approach to parenting because that no dis, no disrespect to my parents, but like I've never seen someone ask so many questions to his daughter versus telling her like. It is a beautiful gift I have seen through my own husband's example. And and I love hearing your story. It it just, it is a beautiful gift that we can give our children to think for themselves. Like It is a struggle though. Let me be honest. Yeah. It is a struggle, right? Like I try to give options. Yeah. Even like at night, you want to walk upstairs or would you like me to carry? Mm. She always opts to walk, right? But sometimes I'm like, yes, just make the decision. But I'm like, she's still learning. You know, she's still developing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to figure out like age appropriateness too. Like, right. and and I love that you give her questions in a safety. Like, you still mm-hmm. create the safety net. It's not like you know, baby, let's do cartwheels like up yeah. the stairs, or <laughs> you know, it's like you still give her like these uh, these options, um, but it still allows her to yeah logically think. You know, and and I think something um, from one of these podcasts, one of these moms and I were talking one day, and I created this new like. I don't know if it's a mantra or just something I wanted to live by. I'm like, I want to say this statement because I said so less than like less and less every day or year or kind of thing. Like I know it happens and I know that as in parenting, sometimes it is just, oh, you're so tired. And that's, yeah, but exactly. It's like, you don't, cause yeah, you don't want your children just to do something because you told them so. Yeah. Cause, um, something I also love about actually blended families that, um, we've learned over our time, just again, doing pouring through research is that it's shown that children that are raised in blended families, So the actual kids between two families, so like your stepchildren, my stepchildren, um, but also your your bio child, they they actually are are statistically shown to grow up to be better problem solvers. Mm Because they yeah. have, yeah, they have to adjust. They have to go with the flow. They have to be flexible. They are having continuous change always entered into their life. So it's like they're naturally set up um, to to be in that in, in that that lifestyle. And I and I love that. What's so cool is that there's so many so much negativity about step families. I feel I think people always go to the oh, you poor thing, or oh, you, you, oh, you're in a step family. And, and I love that people like you and I, and we get to change that narrative. We get mm-hmm. to say like, hey, no, like there's some real beauty that comes out of these situations too. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wait, you're not evil. You're a stepmom now. Oh <laughs> I know. Gosh. You're not like Snow White's uh, mom or what is it? Yeah, yeah Snow White's stepmom. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Exactly. And while we're on that topic, I actually would love for you to share with everyone, like what brought you personally to wanting to step out and be a stepmom coach? Um, Because I realized it doesn't have to be horrible. Mm. Right. Like mm-hmm. I think, you know, like ask stepmoms like there's so many things like you had said earlier there's so many things that you cannot control there's so many things that you're like my life is spiraling this thing is terrible I hate this like I want a divorce I want to get out of this I you know been there done that like I can relate 100 percent 
but when you like step back and like think about it there are so many things that you can control right like I had you said that to me like six years ago I would have been like whatever click but really there are you know there's the way that you respond to things you know not necessarily react because that's I mean if I'm reacting to you I'm going to tell you right now my reaction is not going to be good if I'm Mm -hmm. reacting to anything it's not going to be pretty but if I like give myself some space give myself some time to actually like respond to you and like take the emotion out of it okay you know I'm gonna have to like sift through all of this other bs that's like hurtful or annoying or irritating or aggravating but like okay what is like the premise of this okay boundaries are extremely important something I knew nothing about I didn't have them in my family Mm. growing up people just Mm -hmm. said and did whatever and talked crap about people if they wanted to but now like as an adult I don't have the mental capacity to deal with whatever it is okay I don't have the mental capacity to deal with that I'm going to set boundaries with that I can only Mm -hmm. respond to so many text messages or so many emails right right right. so many behaviors at my house but like I've come to realize like my personal peace my personal sanity is so much more important than whatever else is going on in this like whirlwind of like a step family thing like you know what I didn't choose to marry that person I didn't choose to have kids with that person I didn't choose to have this custody Mm. agreement with this person it was already set up before me that is not something that I can control I am going to walk away from that and I'm going to focus on the things that I can control like my own happiness or the things that I like to do or whatever it is that I want to do going forward I'm here to support you I'm here to listen I'm here to whatever it is that my husband needs but there are certain things that I can't do because my name isn't on the divorce decree. My name is not on the custody agreement. My name is, you know, not on the birth certificates. So, I mean, at the very beginning of being a stepmom, I used to loathe when people said, oh, you're just the stepmom. And now mm. I'm like, you know what? I am just the stepmom. <laughs> mm-hmm. It can be so freeing in, I, in yes, so many ways exactly. too, yes. really, because you do feel like you're that weird in between. And, and I get it. Like I too have been offended and I don't get offended over like anything but when right. someone says that I'm like you don't know I know yeah you know but I was talking to this stepmom yesterday and she has a similar situation to yours she has older stepkids meaning they're you know almost out of the house or one mm-hmm. is out of the house and she goes you know it's funny because now that she too is a bio mom she goes you know though with my stepkids like I get to be the cool one and mm-hmm. I get to be the one that they can come to when they're stuck between their two parents like I am their closest confidant and and yet at the end of the day it, it as harsh as it may sound like I don't get blamed for their failures like you know when you're a parent it's like everything falls back on you right. and you and like you said you are that glue really ultimately but it's like when they're your stepkids you have such a beautiful um, opportunity in their life like to unconditionally love them and support them and love them but you're not their everything right yeah and I think there's such uh, there's such relief there, and and I love everything you just said. Like to be honest, I cannot wait to um, put your uh, share your information because I know that there are moms out there right now that are like nodding their heads and are like, yes, yes, Alicia, like yes, oh my gosh, I need to hear this, I need to know this. And so as we know knew would happen, we unfortunately are coming to the end of this yeah. podcast. Yeah. Where I know I feel like there's so many more things another interview we got to set up something 
um, another thing. But before we go, I would love it if you had any resources that you would like to recommend in general, maybe things that um, like that book you're having your daughter read. Um, but ultimately, I really would love for you to share with us your social media and how people can get in contact with you. Um, I mostly hang out on Instagram. It's at Alicia Crasco, um, A-L-I-C-I-A-K-R-A-S-K-O. Um, I'm on Facebook, but not nearly to the extent that I'm on Instagram. So send me a DM, like, let's chat, let's connect. Um, what really helped me at the very beginning of becoming a stepmom was the Stepmom Magazine. Um, it's a scrip- subscription. Like, I still have it. I don't really hang out on there that much, but I was on there, like, all the time at the beginning. Like, oh my gosh, you're never going to believe what's happening. But, um, (laughs) so that was extremely helpful for me as far as like parenting in general. Like I am nerdy. Like I have still like a physical subscription to parents magazine. Like I love to read it and see like what's coming up, what's going on, but I don't have any like stepmom friends in real life. All of my stepmom friends are online. So my advice is to like find a tribe, like find who you have like online or who you need like online like search that moms or like look at all the people that I'm following like or that are following me like there's a lot of most of them honestly are stepmoms but more than anything don't be afraid to ask for help like that's the hardest thing as women like oh we have to have it all right because we're sold this beautiful lie of like you can do everything you can be a successful business owner you can be a freaking awesome mom and all of these things and still look like everything that you want to look like right wrong it's not true it's gonna give so speak up ask for help like i don't know how many times like you know for me like asking for help was like a sign of weakness now i'm like hell no man only strong people ask for help like hey i'm struggling i need to i have a podcast that i'm gonna be on today i need you to please entertain our daughter while i'm doing that like just ask for help and understand that you're only one person you can't do everything for everyone my gosh, I feel like I, I am just buzzing away, taking notes, just soaking it up like a sponge. Yes. <laughs> you know, I ain't lying, girl. It is just so good. And and I know that all the moms listening to this podcast today were super blessed. And I know just gained so much from just listening to your wisdom, your story. And I hope that you ladies do not end here. Please go find Alicia on Instagram. She's got some really juicy stuff. And as you guys heard, she's just getting ready to launch her stepmom business. So seriously reach out I can speak from experience that you slide into her dms as creepy as that sounds it will feel so organic you guys will get along she is the warmest most fun awesome individual and she does like wine so who knows maybe there could be some wine dates in your future but um, I just want to thank you so much Alicia again for joining me on my podcast and I really look forward to seeing how your family and your business uh, takes off and flourishes Ah, yeah. Thanks for having me, Shay. Thanks for uh, sliding into my DMs like that. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime, girl. I would never have swiped left on you or swiped right or however that (laughs) goes. There you go. I love it. Uh, Ladies, thank you so much, moms out there listening to another episode of Moms Matter. Remember that you matter, your story matters. And I'm just so thankful that you've joined us today. Don't forget to share this episode. And if you guys want to, again, go check out Alicia and connect with her. I'm going to put her information in the show notes page so you guys can go connect with her and continue to grow with this amazing woman. Thank you guys again for listening and we will catch you later on another episode of Moms Matter.